Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ken and Echo Welcome Show. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show. It is a beautiful day in downtown Edina. It is a beautiful day in downtown Edina, and we are in the Hawkins Harrison Studio, which, by the way, is a building that is not falling down, <laughs> unlike some around here. That is correct. And we are chuckling. We, 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 Echo and I find this exceedingly, not that the, the building is falling down. It's not, we're not amused that's, by it. No, no that's, that's, that we're not amused by it at all. It's, it's too bad. It's sad. It's a, it's a, it's a, we're going to talk about the building. It's in this week's paper. But, uh, we're chuckling about, uh, the sudden interest that people have in it. It is interesting, isn't it? Is it is interesting, isn't it? Things you know, that make you go, hmm. it does make you go, because, you know, this building has been falling in for a very long time, and I'm not a, a, a conspiratorial type person. <laughs> he lied. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, we start talking about this building, and all of a sudden, there's a yellow taper that goes around it. Now, I'm sure that if people were to say, oh, this the podcast had nothing to do with that, that we'd have to believe them. That's true. I'm pretty sure they have said that. Yes. And you know what? We're both smiling. We're just going to smile. We're just going to smile. You smile can, and nod. Yeah, you can take that any way you want to take it. But okay. The first I've heard about it, just want to say, was on our last Rogue episode. Our Rogue episode. Which That's was right. two we, episodes ago. We went. We went. Rogue. Rogue. We did a gorilla episode from the from the truck. That's it. Every time I say rogue, we're going rogue. I always think <laughs> this mental picture of Sarah Palin for some reason. Oh God, help us all. We're I not like gorilla talk better. We're not going to talk politics. The gorilla podcast. Talk- the gorilla podcast. Is and she, we're on the road. Like, does she in make the car. you think of a gorilla? Or well, no, there's some rogue going rogue. I think that's a book about her. She Is it? A book. Oh, yeah. The word rogue always. I refuse to talk about politics. Well, let's then let's <laughs> not bring it up again. Yeah, but the gorilla Although, podcast you was talk about, about politics. We can. No, I don't. Just I want to talk this. about the gorilla podcast where we were on the road and yeah, okay. right. and happened upon this breaking down building and just were blown away by it and well, spent half the podcast driving around this building <laughs> to be being fair, kind of like whoa it's I've terrible. been watching this building deteriorate over the over the past couple of years and I, I study this building it, it, it's like watching a train wreck literally and also to be fair there are other people who work in various official aspects that if we noticed this condition that it was getting so bad you oh, they yeah. obviously should be able to make the same deduction. To be honest, if you um, did, if you actually, if you even gave it more than a glance over the last month, you have you know, to notice the deterioration. Serious problems. Uh, okay, with, so what we're talking about is we're talking about the uh, the Dinah Sentinel. This is the uh, Wednesday, May eleventh, two thousand and sixteen episode that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And th- that edition of the paper, even yeah. though today is Thursday, the twelfth. That's okay. We just, we sometimes we have to let the paper come out before we talk. Well, actually, we don't because we don't send it beforehand. But Wait, at least we, Echo does. Um, so we're talking about the paper, and the, the top of the front page is this building we're talking about. Um, but before we go any farther, I think it's best if we do our disclaimer. These are the views and opinions of Ken and Echo, or Echo and Ken. They are not the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel or anyone else. Nor the city of Edina. Or, or the city of Edina. Or any of the strange and interesting critters that are living inside this building that's about to fall down. I know there's at least a cat family and a raccoon there is family. A, I've, I've seen a cat family come out of there. I've seen the raccoon family. There's <clears throat> at least a raccoon. <clears throat> and I had a fairly interesting Facebook conversation with a... I saw that. <clears throat> cat lover? With a cat lover. Uh, with a young girl of our fine city... Yes, who um, was concerned about the health of these cats. Have these cats saved? Well, you know, I do know, I've seen these cats, and uh, if you really want to go try and catch one, I checked it out. I wish you good luck. They're impossible to get near. I it's wish you good luck. To get you're not, I mean, you could live trap them. Maybe, maybe a live trap. Maybe. maybe. But, and then don't be around when, they, when you want to get them out of that live trap. Ooh. Yeah. You like a remote control live trap? Kitty be not liking you. Feral cats, you just pretty much can't. I, I say that. I'm sure some have changed, but feral cats once they once they go feral, especially if they're born that way, you know they're they're, they're pretty independent. wild, 
wild. Pretty wild. So we're talking about 100 South Main Street, the old Stagecoach Pizza Building. Or original and the address has bank. changed with the new 911 because I was I pulled the story I did back in 2000, I believe it was 2011, early 2011, late 2010 maybe. Mm-hmm. I should have brought it. Um, and it was 102 South Main. Yes. So that address must have changed when they when they uh, did new addresses for the The building system. has shifted enough that it's moved over. It's moved over to one, <laughs> moved from one, oh, 102 okay. to 100. Okay. First of all, are these on the are these shots on the website? Are the pictures on the website? No. Okay. You have to get the paper. You have to get the paper on. The or phone. you can you can buy the paper online. You can download the. Yeah, so it is uh, on the website. May 11, 2016. Yeah, I go to go the, the newsstand. The newsstand. And just pick which paper you want. You can get this week's so, Sentinel. Yeah, you're looking for the uh, media. 147. 147. It's issue the date. 47. It'll it'll be the date. May 11th. May 11th. Is the, yeah, so the that's the one you the want. Because these are good pictures, and they really, you know, they show the deterioration a lot. I tell the story of yeah how far it's. So I have not re- had a chance to read the story because I haven't had the chance to read the paper this week. Um, it basically, to says the building is falling down. Uh, not falling down, but it's yeah, it's falling down. Rapidly deteriorating, um, and it's sad. Uh, it was built in 1901 by the Dick Brothers Brewing Company. Ah, was it a brewery or was it a, as a I, saloon? As a saloon, okay. And they were based in Quincy. Yes. Uh, and the, then the brew plant is still in Quincy. Okay, and then in 1916, okay, uh, it was a bank turned into a Citizen Citizens Bank, bank until. Yeah. Uh, first, it was First National Bank, I think. Okay. And then the Citizens Bank. And then um, that's the longest it was anything, I think, because it stayed Citizens Bank what, into the 60s. We didn't cover that in this story. I don't know. I, I think it was the 50s know. or 60s. It was, was the Citizens Bank. That's what a lot of the old timers know it as. Uh, that's what, you know, we say Stagecoach Pizza. People remember it as Stagecoach P- Pizza, but uh, the old timers, a lot of them, they know it as. Uh, Citizens Bank. Okay, now I've talked to this is this is something that's not in the story, but I've talked to somebody who is an expert, and I do mean an expert on these old buildings, uh-huh. and he told me that the building structure is the brick that you see on the outside is not structural brick; it is a laminate. It's an outside layer. On the, the north side. On the north side. But on the south right. side, the south side that's it the is. Absolutely. But on the north side, it's actually a veneer that was added later. And the building that is across the street that used to be the old apartments, across uh, directly to the across north? the street to the west, or to the east, the building the, that runs... To the east, aces... It, it, this building faces the side of that building. Okay. So it yeah. Was, yeah, that building was also done at about the same time by the same contractor. That's why they look so much alike. Interesting. Yeah, and because I'm not going to mention my source, but it's a very knowledgeable source. So the actual structural wall behind this is also breaking. How um, did they know? Did they go check it out? I cannot get into that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just telling you that is what's going on. And the foundation is collapsed. And that's why the facade is doing what it's doing. Right. So what about those big blocks around the bottom part of the building? Is that a fa- are those facade blocks or are those blocks? But those are, that's actually part of the facade. But the facade actually has to support its own weight. So it's not like it's not weight-bearing at all because it's supporting its own weight. But there are um, – that is not actual foundation stone, according to my source. Okay. But does your source say something on the actual foundation is – Heaving because um, the, yeah, how the could the fa- fa- facade be doing this? If it- the actual foundation is crumbling underneath the building. That's what's the cause of this whole thing. It's the foundation going out from under it. Well, I talked to a source that I won't name, who is a very good source who uh, once owned the building. Yes, and they talked about how much water this building takes on yes. when it rains. They just like how it's always full of. Um, you know, has always been full. The basement's always been full of water. And when they owned the building, they were constantly pumping, pumping the water out. And that was decades ago. Yes. And so, um, obviously, they don't pump the basement out anymore, and they have not. Like, I have never seen them pumping the basement out since I've lived here, and it's been eight years. I've been here eight years at the end of this month. And so, 
Um, and and when I was talking to this person, they were talking about it being a soft foundation. Yes. Because it was always full of water, which I thought was interesting. So, and that's that's how what you're seeing along the sides here with the. Uh, um, I'm pointing at the picture, but if you look at the building, the actual steps that go up to the doorways mm-hmm. on the north side of this building are crumbling down and back into the There's foundation. a picture. Yeah. Well, There's a picture those, I'm describing it for people who can't see it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the steps, if you know where the steps were, um, they're crumbling. And also, the uh, the area where the coal chute was. Right. Right. That, that, uh, the, the concrete there has lifted up, what, two inches? A lot. A lot. Maybe more. Recently. It's always been a little, and, and now the, the the bricks and stuff have shifted so much that the windows are breaking. And and actually, I looked at this building this morning, and it's a lot worse now than it looks in these pictures which you took last week. Mm-hmm. So, one well, of we had days, that huge rain the other day. Oh, I mean, yeah. what, we got like an inch and a half in an hour. Yeah, and the roof on this thing is bad. Right? Did and, you go? I went on Google Earth and yes, looked at we, the roof. We did that together. And I would totally. Well, no, I got on my big screen. And got on Google Earth, Google Earth, on my computer, where you can just, it's really defined. We were doing it on our phones, and it was kind of like, Because we're like journalism. Yeah, we were sitting around talking, which of course led us to our phones, which of course led us to following leads. There's things you can, which is, so if you're at home and you want to look at stuff, uh, aerial views, totally recommend Google Earth. If you want to see the roof of this building or uh, basically any building on the planet. Via satellite, you can zoom in on Google Earth and check out the roof. Well, you can look at you can look at. In fact, it, it's interesting. Look at the buildings around the square, and you can see there are some that have good roofs on them, and there are many that don't. Right. You see, a, the courthouse looks terrible, but what, we understand that well, because the courthouse, we just yeah, we just voted to fix to her fix up. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who, who, if you were to drive around town, and you, one of the things you would look at would be the uh, old Edina School. Um, people look at that and say, oh, that old building, you know. Well, look at the roof on that thing. It is oh, brand really? spanking new. I didn't look over at the school. It's a, it's a good, I don't know if it's metal or not, but he put a brand new roof on it. So the water is not getting in that building. That's the key to keeping these old buildings uh, sound, is to keep the water out of them, not have it come through the Which roof. Which is a scary thing because, you know, the architecture of Edina is one of the amazing things that um, we have going for us is the architecture of the square, the style of architecture, um, and the fact that there's so much of it is so intact is part of Edina's kind of um, small town claim to fame. And these buildings are going to start falling down. And yeah, this is not what's, – what's really crazy is this is not the only building um, – I think I did say that in the article. This is not by a long shot. Uh, the only bad condition b- building. It might be the worst because it's uh, well, it, it's going to collapse in, in the next few weeks, in, probably. But <laughs> heaving in things. Um, but the, the but there are several the buildings. The ones right across the street from it, the the white one and the red one. Uh, there are two buildings in the same block that this one's on that have already collapsed in the back. They're just they don't. You can't tell it from the front. The fronts are still well. You can tell from the front. Well, because you look through and you can see there's no you walls. You see there's behind. trees growing in there, and there's piles of bricks. So, so what it's are, very what, sad. This we're going to have to decide as a community what we're going to do. You know, are we going to? What are we going to do with these buildings? Well, it's, it was interesting. The city council met on Monday, and um, they don't want to have any part of it which is completely understandable because the tax base there's not enough of it the the city is not in a position where they can do anything financially right now right but what are the options um but it's kind of the attitude is like not our problem attitude which is a problem well yeah Um, that's a big problem i'm not saying that the city itself Needs, needs to, to step for. in and pay or That's not what I'm saying. Take but anything. it is their problem because that's why they get elected to provide for the public safety. And this building is a safety hazard. Well, in that respect, other- they have because they've you know closed it off and they've gone around and they've informed all of the surrounding businesses. This is dangerous. You know, don't be careful. Um, 
they can't really shut down the highway. No. That's a MoDOT thing. So, but the interesting thing is, I don't know if there's a legal approach that can be done to this building because, you know, we have, there are laws they're, on the books. And I don't, I'm not a lawyer. They're trying to work with the owners to encourage the owners to get something done with it, like have it torn down very, very soon. One of the problems with like this building though is this is beyond a salvageable stage. It's just mm-hmm. going to take a ball, a wrecking ball, to knock this thing down. Because there's no, you're not going to go down and disassemble this building brick by brick. Well, me, one of my first thoughts is one of the huge concerns about it, and uh, and it's a concern for the city is there are working businesses on this block that are not very far <laughs> that are right, you know, yeah, that they're are connected doors to down. a building that is connected to this. And will it take the next door building down when it goes down? You know, and if that building goes down, will it take the next door, which is an operating business? And then and on the other side of that building. is an operating business. That build, that next building, it's a nice restored building. There's nothing wrong with it at all. They don't but need, it's just sitting next to a wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of in between these two. Yeah, wrecks. Two wrecks. These these businesses, and so that's so a it, huge I guess concern. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what we do with it as a community because something needs to be done. Right. You know, not not doing anything will means you're going to have a pile. Then what are you going to do with a pile? Clean what are you it up. With a pile. Clean it up. Argue. If the city is not going to take responsibility, and if they're not able to force the owner to it, then it's going to sit in a pile, and we can't have that. You can't have pile. You can't have. This is not 1945 Berlin. This is America. <laughs> You know, it's already, it's already to you me. You know, Knox City was it these piles, for, but they, they well, were. Of they've got one sitting in a pile. Is it still a pile or have they cleaned it up? No, there's one sitting in a pile. Okay. That's, it's been in a pile sure. for a while then. Yeah. At least it's a short pile. Well, and, and they have been making progress on getting it cleaned yes. up. And that, and there you can see it's a reasonable, you can see they've got a pathway through it and it's a reasonable approach. Um, this one's just a lot going to be a lot harder to do because it's got the big basement underneath it. And it's huge. It's, it's huge. a huge building. You know, tearing these buildings down is. Were you here when they tore St. Joseph's School down? Yes. Okay, that was a, a completely different thing because when they took that down, they were able to take it down basically piece by piece. They were able to salvage all the bricks. A lot of the lumber. A lot of the lumber. A lot of the lumber. You know, but they were able. It was not in bad enough condition that they could take it down in a salvageable fashion. This is, know, not, this is not. This is not. This is going down into a pile. For that. Yeah. And one of these days, the quarry sh- does a shot. You know what I'm saying? When they when they shoot dynamite at the quarry, and you know it shakes the top of this hill. You know it does. Yeah. People were taking. Did I tell you people were taking bets last week? I was out on the story. I was out shooting something, and somebody was like, "Hey, what's your bet?" You know. Everybody's. We've got a pool, and people were. So I guess the bet started on this past Monday, yeah, and it's kind of going there forward, and I've heard people bet from right that day and all the way to a year out. What do, what do you think? Is is the bet for just There's a partial no, it's collapse? It's no money or, a, or anything is it a partial in it. It's collapse, just, or is it for a complete collapse? The first part of the wall to fall in? I just It's just when's the building going to go is what I was... Asked. All right, we're gonna Echo and I. We're gonna do a pool just right here. Remember, there's no. No, I'm not doing it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make a. No, I'm not gonna bet on when the building's gonna come down. If you want to say when you think the building is gonna come down, you can leave that on our Facebook page. How about that? What? Yeah, put a Facebook. Okay, now I to have a deal. How long do you think this building's going to last? Is it going to be torn down? Is it yeah. going to fall down? And when? How about that? That's fine. Now I'm looking at Echo thinking, you're nuts. But no, here's, I'm my, here's, the, here's the thing. Echo and I have a deal that when we do this podcast, if one of us feels strongly about something, we listen to what the other one is saying. This is our deal, and that's fine. So I, I respect what you're saying, and I don't even need to to do it. I just thought it would be funny. But I, I hear you, I respect you, and we will just not do it. My whole thing not about it is it's not funny. So I don't want to promote that. I don't... To I poke to get, fun at it. This is a I, stereo. Not, I, see, that's, I don't, I'm not even taking an angle that it's funny. 
I just I'm intensely curious about how long the structure stand? and forces that are going on inside this building. It fascinates me. It kind of I I'm, secretly I'm really want to go in there person. and like take pictures. No, 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 honey, no. I, I would never do. I'm way too. I'm afraid he can't. No, There's no, no way. No. But I mean, just think how amazing would that be to be able to capture this last stand of this amazing old structure. You, you'd before need about a twenty gone. foot selfie stick to stick it through the window. Right before it's gone, because oh, it's gonna be gone. That's I. That's every time I go by, I, I take pictures of this thing. We're not recommending you do that. Don't that anyone way. do that. You're, it's, you're breaking some serious laws if you enter the structure. Period. Oh yeah, and you're crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, you're criminally. That's like that could you could be criminally charged. I, it could even be a felony. To, yeah, don't do it. So. Uh, it's actually but taking pictures of the outside by staying behind the yellow line is perfectly fine. Yeah, and uh, you know, after we did our podcast, where we noticed how messed up it was, like every time I went by there, I kind of stopped and got out and took a picture of it with this kind of like afraid that I'm not going to have the chance. Um, that much. More. It fascinates me. This building fascinates me. And you've got a lot of pictures of it. I do. Well, I've been taking pictures of this for years. Mm -hmm. um, Before it even really started collapsing. Um, But that's just because I like the structural engineering part of it. And the forces and the the tensile strengths and all that kind of stuff interests me. And I'm a little weird, but... You are a little weird, I'll give you that. I come from an engineering background, so... I'm not an engineer, but my father was. No, let's move to uh, something else. We got uh, other big oh news on the gosh, front page. Oh my gosh, Karen Lloyd, my ear has retired. Oh, I'm feeling so old. I know, and she put 34 years in. I know, and that's amazing. She's basically led. So technically, she's led generations of 4-Hers. You know, parents and their children. That blows my mind. And their children, in some cases, that uh, blows my mind. I don't remember if I predated Karen or if Karen predated me. But we were newbies in Edina at the same time. Oh, really? Yes, that's why I feel so old. Um, <laughs> okay, 82. So she predated me by about a year and a half. Okay. Yes, she wow. predated me. By your hand. Well, that's good for her. I'm happy she's retiring. And she has some really good quotes we'll in here. Like, uh, we did this um, kind of, uh, I don't know, e-interview. Mm-hmm. And um, just, she had so many things to say about the program. And um, I felt like the best way to facilitate that was to just, I've got... You know, it says by Echo Menges on this story, and I've got some words that I wrote for flow. But basically, I just kind of got out kind of like the backgrounder, yeah. set it up, and then just let her rip, you know. And so if you want to hear, read what Karen has to say about retiring and her time in uh, the 4-H program, which has been substantial, read the paper. Is she our uh, there's only, stuff in there. Is she our only specialist? No, we have. Well, she's our only 4 H specialist. Oh, but I didn't know if we had any other specialists in the county now. Uh, we have an agribusiness specialist, Carissa. Yeah. Okay. When I moved here, we had three. Now we have two. Right. Well, actually, now we have one. We actually had an agribusiness, uh, agri, no, it wasn't, it was an agronomist. Okay. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name. Uh, Karen would know, but I, I forget his name. And then uh, <coughs> we had a home economist. Okay. And that was Glenda Hawkins. Oh, wow. Glenda was married. She's passed, but Glenda was married to Bill Hawkins, who was worked at Hawkins Agency. Delbert is Bill's brother. Delbert, whose name's on the building. Did you say Glenda? Glenda. Glenda okay. Hawkins. I don't know who that yeah, they, is. They moved, oh gosh, I knew Belinda. five years ago. They moved to, uh, she continued on with her career, but they just moved to a different area. I think they went to Rala, as I recall. Hmm. But yeah, Glenda, she was very nice. I liked Glenda very much. She was cool. And Bill was cool. Bill was funny. Um, but yeah, they were our, she was our home economist then. And Karen was just a, she was just a kid. <laughs> yeah, just fresh off the boat. Just fresh out of school, right? Yeah. In 21 or something? Yeah, something like that. 
And, and she uh, talks Bobby, about that. She and Bobby have been married a long time now. And she talks about that in her, um, in this story. So cool. Um, and then on the bottom is field day. Well, yeah, that's field day. That was the uh, elementary kids, right? Yeah, and that's where they get out and run races and potato sack races and uh, throwing contests and things. And it was Friday. It was a beautiful day. Um, a lot of field days day. get rain. So yeah. many years it's yeah. been a bad field so, day where they got to kind of tromp around in the, the gym. Them, they're always raining. Well, this field day was amazing. I'm kind of glad I had to go out and take a picture because I got to go out and see it because it was just such a awesome day. So we're going to back page of sports. Hi, David. If you're listening, which you're probably not, but hi, David. Then we got elementary school spring concert. I'm so impressed with myself. Look at these. Page 14. Look at this page. If you, okay. This first is of all, my page. Guys, I did this. I did this page. Guys, if you have not, just drop the dime on this one and buy this episode. The May 11th is, edition. Yeah, you, this one's a good one. Okay, so every school year I start out the year and I want to get every kid in the paper. It's a challenge. Right. And it's Big important challenge. to me that we get, um, you know, there's something special about being in the paper. Because when you walk in a, in a town as small as ours, in a community as small as ours, a county as small, you know, with a population of ours, when you're a little kid and you walk around and you see people at the grocery store that say, hey, I saw you in the paper, or uh, grandma, you know, saves the paper because you're in it, or um, it's, it's, it's a big deal, and that's something that I think all of our kids should get to experience. Not just the smart kids, not just the athletic kids. Every kid, every kid is special. Every kid um, has qualities worth, um, you know, accentuating. And that's something that we can do as as a community, um, well, as, as a community newspaper. And so I'm always big on getting all the kids in every year and... Uh, this page 14 in this week's paper. Like, by my rough counting, I'm counting about got 150 of them. Almost every kid. That's about 150 In kids. the elementary school is on this oh. page. And you can I'm see sorry. them. You can make out their, you can tell who they are. Yes, and the pictures so, are outstanding, Echo. Why, thank you, thank you. Look how clear they are. Thank you. Can you reach around and pat yourself on the back? I did. I've been doing that all week. Don't do that too much because I don't want my head to explode. But thank you. I'm super stoked about page 14 because... It's really uh, hard to do, too. There's like two kids whose, you know, one kid's head is behind another kid's head. And then one kid's head is covered up by a microphone. Uh, And if you are those kids... Uh, or know those kids of you here. <laughs> Send me their picture and I'll get it in next week's paper. So I'm, <laughs> I'm turning the page. She's really not kidding about yes, wanting kidding every about single she one will of put them you in. in the paper. Mm-hmm. And the school year's almost over, so. I'm turning a page and we have oh, I did that page of, too. of more kids and not kids. These are middle, middle school and high schoolers. And it's the Rotary uh, Awards Banquet. And they uh, they do a top 10%. Of the class, you know, all the kids in the top 10% of their class in 6th through 12th grade. And they invite their whole families out and serve them a fancy dinner and uh, give, them, give them a medal. Marsha Burton has been at the school for 45 years. She I must know, have been two right? when they hired How, like, what? How long have you been really? there? Really? 45 years, yeah, 45 years. Seriously. I mean, she's been two. When they hired her. She is the queen. She's she the is, queen she of is. the school. She's, she's the queen since I was the editor of the paper. And I haven't been the editor of the paper for a very long time. So you went out, you had to go to Marsha. Oh, yeah, Marcia, oh really? Marsha was the superintendent's. I'll have um, to chat her up about her. Oh, experience. yeah. I mean, she's, probably, she's been through every I'll give you a couple names to drop. All right. Every parent, every... Watch, watch the reaction. I'll give you a couple names to drop to watch the reactions. Every kid... And that's another thing they do at the uh, Rotary Banquet is we um, celebrate everyone with five-year increments um, of being on the faculty and staff, and they get a nice uh, Rotary pin, and uh, they get to bring their families and come out for this nice dinner. We had to to make sure that you could get to the Rotary Banquet because you did that the last podcast we did. That was that night, wasn't it? Yeah, I had to to peel out. She had to scoot. She had to scoot out to the Rotary Banquet. Okay, I'm turning pages. We've got more sports, which, you know, feel free to read. 
Lots of sports. Lots of good sports. Track and. Uh, oh, been we got our first stinker off. picture. I don't know that that's the picture as much as it, this. Pa- this yeah, the page is too dark. The yeah, there's too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the printing isn't good. That's not the picture. That's the printing. Because the other picture on the team is a provided, and it's yeah. Oh well. The good side is on page nine. Ooh, that printed well. Cause Thank this is God, because cool. I worked on. You saw me working oh, on yeah, this I saw, page yeah, at I the office. By. She was working on a Sunday on this. Now, sadly enough, I was stopping by at the Sentinel office on a Sunday, so that ought to <laughs> tell you about her and my levels of. Uh, I've got to get these out on the internet. We've got to share the Ravenborg uh, photo album on our NemoNews.net Facebook page. Okay, let's talk about Ravensborg for a bit. Tell everybody what it is and what's going on. Because, you know, this is one of these things that we have that people that nobody drive, knows about. The people will drive from Nova Scotia. Can you drive from Nova Scotia? Sure you can. Okay. Put your car on a ferry and drive. Hmm. We have ferries. Okay. I saw Nova Scotia play just the other day. Okay, so this is page nine that we're looking at, and it's um, a half-page spread of photos of Ravensborg Viking Longfort. It's their Return of the Sun celebration, which is basically Viking reenactors, which is the same thing as like Civil War reenactors, right? Except for the Except Vi- for their Vikings. And they get together, and they camp at this... Amazing Viking village, basically that is in Knox County. It's basically on uh, it's on private property. Yes, and you can get a tour of it, but it is private property, so you have to contact the owner and have and him you have take to contact you there. The you owner can't just drive out there. You can't just go out there. They have an open house. Yeah, well, they, and then you're welcome. They do this on. Um, I think it's the first weekend after the 18th of April, mm-hmm. and the last weekend in October. Uh, if you've not seen this, this and it's is cool. the Saturday is open to the public from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 10 a, is it 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. I think it's 4, 4. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. where you can go out and it's all of these Viking reenactors dressed in their Viking garb and they're doing different um, Viking things, Viking things, trades and uh, using Viking tools, eating and Viking style with, foods, whacking and each other with swords, and having battles. Storming the gates and whatnot, uh, it was really cool. And what's—it's such an authentic-looking scene that the pictures—they look cool—are really cool because it's like you're out there with some children with some Vikings. Now, the big thing about these, uh, and, and I've talked to some of the re- reenactors, um, the big thing that uh, they want to stress is the authenticity of their costuming. You know, yeah. you, you look at the. Apparently, there's a TV show called Vikings. Apparently, um, mm-hmm. and one one uh, one of the History uh, Channel, I think. Yeah, one of the people who was was there was saying, you know, you think about Vikings and look at them on TV, and they're all wearing black outfits, and they've all got shiny armor, and they're wearing horns on their heads. No horns. No on the horns. Helmet. No horns on the helmet. That's the most dangerous possible thing you could do to a helmet is put a horn on it, because um, all it would do is catch a sword and help you lose your head. Um, no horns on the helmets. Uh, they didn't wear black. Black isn't a naturally occurring color. Most of the colors are colors that you can easily get from dyes. The reds from the paint pigments from iron. Uh-huh. Um, greens are easy ones to come up with. So there's lots of reds and greens. And the clothing is mostly browns. Right. And, and natural colored tweeds. And that's the way it was. At that's this, the way it was. At this... Return of the Sun. and What we have in this, I, we have a, what's known as a, a long fort. It's an, actually a Viking settlement. And uh, this is not a long fort, uh, one of a hundred around. This is just about the only North American long fort. There's just not any else around. And also he has a, a dragon ship. He has an actual Viking wooden ship. And he's traveled all over doing these Scandinavian festivals, taking his ship around and being in parades and um, doing this reenacting. He's been into it. So, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do, um, um, do a uh, uh, 
a lead up to the next one in October. We should go rogue. I think we should go rogue. I think we should, we should definitely go rogue to Ravensborg and then interview some of the Vikings. Oh my gosh, Let's that's that. an awesome idea. And we'll take some pictures. Return of the Dead, and it's going to be you know it's close to the last week in uh, October, so that will be like a Halloween. Let's make that an, a plan. Let's do it. Well, we're going to do that. That's we're going to try. Awesome it. idea. We're going rogue to Ravensborg. Yeah. If you want to see pictures in the paper. Page nine, and I did this other photo album for the Ravensburg people that I will share on the Nemo News uh, website. Outstanding. Either tonight or in the and these are great pictures, too, by the way. You did a really nice job. Thank you. I was using your camera. Yeah, she was using my camera, but the, she took the pictures. When I said I was going, you were like, you got to use this lens. You got to try I this. I got a really lens. good shot of the same guy, but it was from two years ago. I couldn't make it out there. We had to do some work on our on our land, so I couldn't make it out in time for the, the whacking on the heads. But I got some pictures this year. I did make it out there. It was a little later, but we had to, we had, um, we had to, uh, uh, I had a truckload of uh, tree protectors for our, our fruit trees. Ooh. That I had to take out to the farm, oh, so I we had to, we didn't tree. install them, but I got them out there, got my truck cleaned out. I need we did some work I out there. If they still have cherry trees up, I got to. I need to get out to Burke Holders. Well, let me know if do you have uh, do you have post hole diggers like that for planting? No, but I have shovels. Well, if you need planting stuff, let me know. We got planting stuff. I need a cherry tree, is what I need, and I think I need an apple tree also. You need you can't put oh, in one f- apple tree. You have to put in more than one. They're two, not self-pollinating. Two apple trees. Yes, and make sure. And talk to Jean. You okay. need to make sure that not only that they're two apple trees, but they have to be compatible pollinators. Can we just get two of the same kind? Mm, generally, better to get two different kinds. Oh, really? Ooh, ah. But there are certain kinds. And they'll trees both that are give fruit. Or only, yeah. Well, okay. the ones in our front yard. You've seen those little bitty ones in our front mm-hmm. yard. They're they're bearing fruit. Both of them this year. Yay! Those little bitty tiny ones. Yeah. So that's cool, right? I see so right? much about, yeah, permaculture. Um, permaculture. We're going to have, you want to do a show on permaculture? Huh? You want to do a show on permaculture sometime? Sure. I forewarning you, I don't know a heap about it. Well, that, that would be probably experience. better that way if I go in kind of blind. <laughs> we'll do a, let's do a show on permaculture. I am, not, I am not a permaculture designer, <coughs> but I'll bet you, hey, Maybe, uh, well, of course, I don't know if they'll do this, but maybe we can go rogue and go up to... Uh, go out and see the rabbits? Go up to the rabbits. Because they are They're permaculture the perma- experts. They are permaculture You know they're experts. doing the big permaculture thing, don't you? They're having a permaculture workshop, right? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. I've seen it in the newsletters. Yeah, that that's definitely a cover. That, that's a national workshop. Oh, the permaculture workshop? Yeah, that's a national workshop. That's a big one. They do so much that's stuff That's a coverable there. thing. I saw, I just... Saw a TED talk that um, Mayuki, or I'm butchering the name, so I'm not going to try it again, but the director did. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, this is cool. It's the rabbits, Ted. And it was turned out <laughs> like four years old or old. Yeah. I'm just now catching up. I so, guess. what do you think? Any chance you're going to do a TED talk? About who, me? Yeah. I don't know what on earth I would talk about. I doubt they're going to ask me to come do a TED come talk. Come do a I'm TED not, talk. I'm not TEDable. Um, I like to listen to TED Talks. I apparently sound too much like Kermit the Frog. But lately I've been listening to that whole, you know, like mindful awareness. You're not going to, are you going to go there? Where? Lately I've been, or uh, Mindfulness and awareness? No, I sound, I sound too much like Kermit the Frog to do a TED Talk. Do a Kermit the Frog line. Give me a perm of the frog. Do it. Oh, I man. told you I was going to do this. Stanley, Stanley. You can't think of any Kermit the Frog line. She can't think. Stanley, she cannot think of a Kermit uh, the Frog Hello, line. Piggy. Say hello, Piggy. Hello, Piggy. <laughs> it's kind of Kermit. I told you I'd narc you out on that. <laughs> she could not think of a line, of Stanley. A, I couldn't feed him a Kermit the Frog line earlier so he could do a Kermit oh, the Frog the, the impression. Burn. I know. And I said Stanley would be so yeah, Stanley. Uh, she disappointed because he would is be like so. a super Muppet fan. Okay, I'll stop talking over you. <laughs> super Muppet fan. I, I, I like the Muppets so pay. Yeah, there's no problem. So yeah, we're pretty much through the paper. So uh, it looks good. Good pictures. Um, 
you should pick up a copy of this paper. You should subscribe to the paper. You should get it online like I do. And it just comes into your email box and you just read it because it's just the most convenient thing in the world. To get it online. To get it, yeah. Oh, uh, it's just really the best way to do it. Or, you know, or you if you don't do online, you know, news, the good old-fashioned paper. You can do newsprint. It's something you know. unexpected. You know, somebody was telling me something about us. Somebody who's not from around here. Oh, did I tell you? Okay, so on Monday was the council meeting, and there right. was a guy who didn't want to have, like, any attention drawn to himself. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to say his name or anything, just that he's from not here, far a good far away, you know, okay. another state over at least. And um, he was a, a, a building, he restored historic buildings. Okay. That's what he does. All right. He restores historic buildings. Yes. And it was interesting that um, he credited the Sentinel for getting him here. Well, it's interesting. Actually, it was NemoNews.net that he was so taken by. She can't, you can't, I'm just holding my thumb up going, oh, thumbs Yay. up. She can't see. I, Echo can see what I'm doing, but you can't see it. So, yeah. Which makes us feel exceedingly good because uh, we work our butts off. And we rule the world, right? Wow. I wonder how many hits you're up to. Uh, Have you checked lately? Not today, but I remember the last time we checked, we were like, whoa. Woo. So keep it hitting it. The- keep hitting the website. Yeah, go to NemoNews.net. I promise you, you're going to see something on there you didn't expect. You're going to see, you're going to learn something you didn't know if you go there. Because there's always something new on there. So keep it updated all the time. You're going to find something new. You're going to, you know, you're going to be able to go in and and see the city council meeting. I know you had a a three hour upload, three hours to upload. Good gracious, did you see where I could just barely? You wouldn't even take it. It wouldn't even take it. But what she does with these uploads, I'm not a city council. I have no interest in watching council because I did that for years. The time just, codes have been the like. The time codes are great. Isn't that. So you don't have to watch a three hour meeting to get what you're looking for. Oh, so you got just the time know codes what, as best as You want as the I information on the police or boom, it's right there at time code three. You can see so, where, the, yeah, where, the, where it's the police you know, department report. You're going to go straight to it. You or if you're just interested in sanitation code. report, boom, she got the time right. code. Sewer project, the time code's there, so you go straight on to it, hear what you want to listen to, and then you're not in three hours of video hell. Three hours. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> you know. Fast forwarding and backing up, trying to land on what you want. The time codes, well, because that's what we do in the craft, you know. Absolutely. In broadcast, that's what you do. You, uh, you cue the time code. You cue, you know, when you're picking... Uh, Sound bites and things, and you send it to the photographer for editing. You pick out, you know, you write down Absolutely. where all the time, you know, the time codes of where all the quotes that you want are. And so, why, why can't we do that for our readers? Yeah. I wonder if anybody else does that. Get puts their time codes with their videos. I'm not familiar with it, but it it makes such a big. It makes it it makes sense, doesn't it? You know, it? really, you you say that, but how many other people? Are doing what you're doing. They're just you don't see it. You don't. You know, I can't think of a single other paper around here. I subscribe to one other paper. I subscribe to a paper in Putnam County, and nothing against our paper. It's a nice little paper. It's a good little paper. But they do absolutely nothing like that. They have an online version. That's fine. You can download a PDF, and that's cool. And right. Got, to yeah. have, and that's, I, have I, I want it as a PDF. Awesome. I don't want yeah. it. But they don't. They just don't do any of the thing. And you know, a lot of it is. I think there's a lot of. You know, we're getting into a little newspaper thing here, but I still think that a lot of it is people are just not embracing the fact that they need to use all the media that's available to them. Embracing they're, is they're the They're just right thinking word. that oh, I'm giving away free stuff if I do that. Wait, no, there's a big not. problem among publishers here. Like you know. This you're, is we're giving it, you know, our hard work. We're going to give it away free. for free. No, you're not, because no video can replace the information you get in the paper. It cannot be done. And what they're finding is, you know, it was that big? Oh, you know, papers are going down. We're going to lose our papers. The papers are disappearing, uh, but they're not. No, uh, they're still there. Uh, they're not. I mean. And it's 20 years ago, if you'd have asked me if the Edina Sentinel would still be here 20 years from now, I would have said absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Ask me now oh, if really? I think. Yeah, I would have said absolutely not at that point in time. Wow. Ask me now what I think. Do you think, will the Edina Sentinel still be here 20 years from now? Absolutely. That's what I think. Absolutely. Too. It will strong. be different. 
It will be different. Of course, we're evolving. It will be much more of a web-based media. Mm. There will still be a paper. Absolutely. But it will. a lot of the content will be much more interactive because that's just the way it's going. Well, because the world will be interactive. Absolutely. It's not just Edina and Knox County, um, but it's just the way people are consuming information. We have to... Uh, we have to evolve with that. But the reason it um, will be here is not because we have this crackling piece of paper, but we have the people... The reason it will be here is because we have people who believe in it. People want the information. Mm-hmm. And only pe- local people can give you the local information at the level you want it. So there will be somebody here. They will be putting out... The Edina Sentinel, it's going to happen 20 years from now. Yeah, what's so crazy is community news is such an amazing, powerful thing. It is. Like, who would really think that a teeny tiny paper would have such an impact, you know? But it does. It's part of the fabric of, and not just the Sentinel, every small community-based paper, you know? I can tell news you news outlet is is a part of the fabric of that and it's there's one amazing. way there's one way and of course it's only us on Love the inside that. that can see this but there's one way that we can truly and completely understand the power of the local press and that is to absolutely and totally screw something up in the paper and you will learn. <laughs> yes, as I have. I have. The power of the written word, because it will come back in your face so fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Like spelling a name wrong? Oh, yeah. Oh, good gracious. And, and some of these names are not easy okay. uh, to get. And so, to- When I first got here, I just butchered a lot of names all the time. Just nope. The first year was just really, really rough. Note to parents. Note to parents. All right. If you're going to spell your ki- have your kids name to name, spell it the normal way, or don't be mad when it's wrong in the paper. You get an either or here. If you're going to se- spell Sarah, you know, with more than two A's, don't get mad when the reporter gets wrong. Okay. If you're going to name your name Kadim with a apostrophe in it. Do not get mad when they spell it K-A-D-E-E-M, because it's going to happen. Uh-huh. That one happened to me uh, on my website. I missed it. And, boy, I have 10 people, oh, you got that wrong. Yeah, but it's Kadim. Sorry. I mean, it's just a weird name. Or um, if you're going to uh, name your name uh, Brandy, uh, just Brandy with a Y, not with an I. You know, don't do Kathy with an I. Or if you do, understand that that person's name is going to be wrong a lot. Well, it comes with, you know, we've been around a long time now. It seems like I've been around a little while. We have people who, you know, at the office, thank God, who've been part of the community forever. And so um, it's not as bad as it could be, you know. Yeah. Because we just know that yeah, we, some we, of the know, names are you know just everybody. super butcherable names. But. Yeah, you know. You know yeah. that that uh, so and so is, you know, that's just how they spell their name and mm-hmm. and but you know, frankly we don't have that many weird names. When other there. news agencies pick up our stories cuz they they pull a lot off of nemonews.net. And if they call me ahead of time and say, "We want this story," I always go through it and Tell them the right names, like <laughs> oh, we, after some bad experiences of uh, these people uh, will not them mind. using our stuff and getting the names wrong. You know, yeah. go back and be like, "This is you know, it's not that, it's this." It sounds yes. like that. It's not. It's this. So just make sure you do it the right way. Because if you're going to tell people that you got it from us, then use what we have. Yes, use the names. Spell as it the weird way we've spelt it. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's get, the correct way. Here at the Hawkins Agents, we get this all the time because we have two names that are really different in our office. And I don't think either person is going to be none of the Bernizers. Everybody knows the Bernizers in Knox County, but that is a very unique name. There are just virtually no other Bernizers in America. It's a local name. I mean, there are less, you go on Google and there are less than 100 Bernizers in the United States. Wow. Right. 
But if you see it spelled, you probably don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Menjez. Yeah, yeah, Menjez. How many people have butchered Menjez? Everybody I who has did, tried to say it has butchered it. I didn't because I waited until I heard you say it before I said it. Right. And I don't even know if we say it the right way. It's just the way we say it, Menjez. But we're, I'm going to say it the way you want it said. Right. Like, I don't know if pronouncer is the proper way to sound, but that's how we pronounce that name. And that's how they pronounce it. That's how they pronounce that and name. So. And the other one's Cayenne. Yeah. Right. It's spelled with a K. K-Y-A-N-N. All right? I think that's how it's spelled. Yeah, okay. It, Just <laughs> like it stuff. sounds. But Cayenne, like the pepper, is uh-huh. how it's pronounced. But you talk about people who can't. Is Karen there? I'm sorry, we don't have a Karen. Kai, no, it's Kai. <laughs> yes, and and then even better on the phone. This is my favorite part on the phone. I got to tell a phone story. Uh, we have a Cayenne, and which is a weird name. We have a Belinda and a Brenda, which kind of sound a lot alike. Uh-huh. We had a Kim and a Ken for many years. Two different Kims and a Ken. <laughs> so they just say Kim. Who did you need, Kim? Or so we finally got to the point where it was Ken or Kimberly. Huh. Because we just couldn't. You know, Break it, it, right. And the phone is, you know, and, you know, it's just every place you went, you had. Uh, I'm lucky. My name is weird, but it's easy. Echo. I like Echo. Echo's a cool name. And it's, you know, regular spelling. And e- nobody else. E-C-H-O. The bad part about your name is. Nobody else has named that around here. If you were a kid and you got a bicycle, you couldn't get one of those name license plates. Right. Because there's just no way. You have to get one of the kits and put it Anything together. with your name on it. Just Before not going to happen. The prefab name stuff, I never got. They never made any of those for me. No. My wife is Jean, J-E-A-N-N-E. Mm-hmm. But and we're living in the future. Oh, right here in the future. And who buys prefab name stuff anymore? I mean, really. Who has a normal name anymore? But we were kids. It was a big deal. I know. When we, were we were kids. Like nothing, right. Everybody was Sarah and uh, more common names. Yeah, but even then, how many ways are there to spell Sarah? Right. With the H? Without the H? With all those A's? With all the, I, somebody I know has a, uh-huh. a three A's in her name. Whoa. And she gets mad. <laughs> Everybody calls her Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not with Sarah, but she has two A's. A S. Hey Sarah, if you're listening to this, I, I'm shouting out to you. S A R A A. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it's about time to stick a fork in this one, don't you? I think so too. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you wrap this one. So. Well, thank you for listening. Did we do the disclaimer? Um. <laughs> We might have. We should probably do it again. Just I think we for did, good measure. Yeah, it's we're getting a little. These are the views and opinions of Ken and Echo. And hurrah! They're not <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel or Hawkins Harrison, which we happen to be here, or Sarah, <laughs> or Cayenne, or any of the Bernizers, or anybody else. Just us. <laughs> Even though I don't think we said anything too much. We want to name something that the next time we obtain an animal, I'm going to throw Syrah on the name table and see if it sticks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.